Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Active Quest episode. 125 i'm your host back from the dead joseph yaden or one of your hosts at least joining me today is the toasty can i call you that the toasty yeah. toasty <laughs> the toasty chris penwell hey hi, how are you doing chris penwell hello hi i i'm melting <laughs> i am <laughs> butter right now <laughs> and uh joseph is the undertaker because he keeps coming back over and over again oh my god dude i've been watching so much wrestling i don't I, same we here I don't know oh, really? why. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I just started, like, old pay-per-views and stuff. Yeah. Like, old. Like, from, like, the 90s. Wow, fuck. That sucks that that's old from the 90s. Anyway. Yes. God. Um, joining old. me as well is the, I guess, opposite of Chris, because you are cold right now, and you're drinking <sighs> a, a cup of tea. Uh, Mr. Josh Nichols. How are you doing? Hmm. I'm, uh... I'm doing well. I'm a. Uh, um, I was laughing earlier when you called Chris Toasty because that is the first boss in Spire <laughs> the Dragon, which means Chris is an enemy huh. in Spire the Dragon. Now. Oh, it is. Oh, it no. is. It is the first. It is the first boss in Spire. Huh. Remember um, that? It was just a bunch of sheep inside stilts, like. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Best. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm back. Uh, you guys did great. Uh during e3 it was a very stressful time i i have i've been in the process of moving as i'm sure everybody is well aware i am moved i'm in the new place right now i'm recording this from my new office um it's about twice the size of my previous place and honestly i don't know how i got it i don't know how i got this place because the way the housing Mm -hmm. market right now is just an absolute disaster yeah yeah it's stupid right now um, so I'm in Indianapolis now. I live here, uh, and it's been going great. Love my office. Uh, there were no cat accidents. I was expecting to have lots of, uh, cat problems in the, in, within the pro, because it was two hours away from where I previously lived, and so everything went well. Uh, appreciate both of you holding down the fort while I was gone. I don't know Sorry how you about my absence. did that. Like, you were probably busier than I was for E3, and I'm still getting caught up <laughs> because I fell behind in other, you know, other stuff because of uh, E3. You know, like, reviews and yeah. stuff. So I don't know how you did E3 and moved. Like... Yeah, not... It wasn't the best timing, but the thing is, is when I was first starting the moving process, it, you don't know when it's gonna end. Right. Like, it just mm-hmm. so happened that it literally was it like the, the the climax of the move 
was during E3. And so, yeah, I didn't take pretty I didn't take any time off of work. I remember like, you were like, I'm packing boxes <laughs> oh and God. working on this article. How are you guys doing? <laughs> How are you doing? That's that's multitasking to the absolute. Oh, I don't and I don't degree. recommend it. I'm not I'm not proud. Yeah. I just literally like it, you, yeah, I uh, Did you have a laptop on like a set of boxes or something? <laughs> uh, worse. I had a laptop but that's it. I didn't have the Oh jeez. My back was hurting so I was like lying down on the floor on my stomach trying to work oh. cuz oh. every other position and that was bad too. Every other position was hurting my I, Let's see. That was the last day in my old house and I was covering uh the Microsoft showcase for Digital Trends. I I was like doing, you know, we were just obviously in the the yeah. the fast pace mode just cranking out articles and i'm like i don't even have a chair i was like sitting on the floor oh my god it was <laughs> and you're used to having two Absolutely. monitors too and then you're sitting there with just your no, i'm used to having three monitors yeah and then three you're sitting monitors. there with your laptop screen like okay i can do this yeah it was horrible it's absolutely horrible but everything worked out i'm in the new place uh and yeah i appreciate both of you and hope i hope your e3 went well hope everybody's yeah. e3 went well uh god i'm glad you're back yeah it's nice it's it's it, i i missed it it was just i didn't i couldn't i couldn't i didn't have time i didn't have time so here we are everything is settling in uh there's still even though e3 is over there's still quite a bit to get through here i'm looking at the run of show um before we get to that thank you everybody for joining us by the way hope everybody is well uh Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, pretty much anywhere where podcasts are available. Get a hold of us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow or via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Keep those ratings coming on, uh, on what is it called, Apple Podcasts now, I guess. I can never remember, Chris. You, mm-hmm. have, to, you have to help me. I'm, ba- I'm terrible at this. <laughs> Apple Podcasts is what it's called, right? Or is it iTunes? No, it's, it's it Apple Podcasts, yeah. It's Apple Podcasts now, yeah. Apple Podcasts. Okay. Oh, it says it here. If I would just read. I could totally just read. It says I it changed right here. it. Okay. Well, you live you, in Chris. Indiana now, so reading might not be encouraged. Reading, reading's different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh god, it's a lot better where I live here now, though, uh, uh, compared to my old place. Um. Okay, here we go. Couple things here. Uh, let's see. Xbox Game Pass stuff. We'll talk about that. Are you all familiar with Xbox Game Pass? I don't know if we ever talked about that before uh, on the show. I, don't I might play the game this week through Xbox Game Pass. Oh, I did too. I think mm. I did too. Let's see. Yeah, I did too. I played mm-hmm. Forza Horizon 4, a very good oh, video game. God. Whenever I talk about those to people, they're like, well, I don't like cars. And I'm like, no, I don't either. Fuck cars. I don't care. Yeah. But like, yeah. this game is great. Yeah. Like, there's such That's a big great. difference yeah. between the Horizon ones and the Motorsport ones. Right. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? Uh, going through here, just looking through the, the run of show. Oh, this is funny. Chris, uh, you'll probably have to tackle this one. But I did look at this, the the Tekken Cross Street Fighter, yeah. uh, th- that whole thing, how we thought it was canceled or whatever, but apparently it's not. Um, we're going to talk about PAX West, because apparently that's happening, which is nice, but, you know, there's, a, of course, a couple caveats. Um, what else? Did you guys see this? This Metroid Fusion and Metroid Zero Mission are topping the Wii U sales charts, and <laughs> it is just... I, I don't know what else. I mean, we're kind of beating a, he- a dead horse at this point, begging Nintendo to just. I, I think it's great that all twenty Wii U, Wii U owners bought these games, and are, yeah, are, are playing them. I think that's cool. It's good. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that, and then finally we'll talk about a little spooky game 
Don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called Dead Space. I don't know. I've never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently we're getting a new Dead Space, so we'll talk. We'll talk about that. Um, which jo- Josh, I just. I cannot contain my excitement for that. Like, if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be devastated. I've got to say. We should, my, we should do a Dead out. Space. If, 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 if once something is confirmed, like, for sure, we should do right. a Dead Space, like, uh, dedicated episode. Because those are those are good games. Th- we could talk about them for a while. I think uh, it's not confirmed, obviously, but I think it's as close to confirmed yeah, as you it's, can it's be. It's like that Castlevania Dance Collection. It's like, this. this is happening. Yeah, exactly. And there's an EA play coming up next month, so that's when people have That's where yeah, yeah, exactly. So um we've also been playing some video games. Mm. Some video games. Um I've been playing Mario Golf Super Rush, and I've gotta say, I've I threw my shoulder out <laughs> playing this game. Um <laughs> I'm I'm just I, I feel like I'm like I'm a dad. I'm a dad at this point. I'm playing golf, I'm wearing my robe. I got a new toolkit that I'm very excited about. It's just not good. I'm getting old. My shoulder hurts. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Josh, you've been playing Sea of Thieves. I actually also have been playing Sea of Thieves. Um, I'll let you cover most of that, though, just because I don't... Uh, I, I really just want to focus on Mario Golf. But Sea of Thieves, another very good video game. Yeah, very, very good fun. video game. Very pretty. And then, Chris, you've been... It is, yeah. Good, good water. I like the water in that game. Um, and Chris, you've been playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, a very bad video game, which we, <laughs> which unfortunately for you is the case, uh, yeah. and a couple other things as well. So we'll get to that. Uh, anyway, hope both of you have been well. Hope everybody has been well, except for like racist people. Hope they're not doing yeah. well. But other than yeah. that, hope hope everybody else is doing well. Um, let's get into some quick stuff here before we jump into the news. Um, just a couple new Xbox Game Pass titles. These will be rolling out over the course of June and July. Uh, here are your titles. Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Uh, Immortal Realms Vamp- Vampire Wars. Is that what that says? It's very small. Uh, Limbo. Worms Rumble. What is this? Ga- Gang Beats? Gang, Gang Beasts. Beast. Gang Beasts. Okay. Uh, Bug Fables. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. That's the one Iron I'm looking Harvest. forward to the most. That Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. I've been eyeballing that for a while. I've almost bought it. So the fact that I could just play it now oh, is, yeah. is cool. Yeah, it's, like, it's a it, remaster. Yeah. It's a remaster. And if you want to play a game that's like Paper Mario that Nintendo doesn't want to make anymore, Bug Fables is a good way to go. Mm. Oh, cool. Okay, that's good to know. Um, Iron Harvest as well. And then um, Proteus, which is in a game preview right now. So those will be coming out over the course of the end of June and, and, and the beginning of July. One of quick cool thing on out. this, too, is uh, I know Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts isn't, like, the fan favorite, but it's it's it was added to the cloud uh, uh, version to, to play, uh, oh. which means you can play yeah. it you know, through xCloud. The reason that's a big deal is because the Rare Replay games were only available on console, and those aren't available mm. on PC, which, with, with how big Microsoft's been on doing PC and console, I think is probably just a hardware development restriction um but it's cool that they're making those games available you know it's like chris if chris can't play it on you know chris can't play he doesn't have an xbox he can't play banjo kazooie on pc but if we keep seeing these you know these older you know rare replay titles added via the cloud then that would mean even pc people could play it through a browser or you know phone or tablet or something i'm I'm one of those u.s navy guys who never upgraded to an xbox one like (laughs) oh yeah and have um, Banjo Kazooie on my Xbox 360. Oh wow, 
Um, hard cut. So hard cut. <laughs> uh, oh god. Um, okay. Next up, uh, Windows 11 reveal confirms Xbox Game Pass and X Cloud integration. That's really cool. Uh, Chris, what do you what what did you think of this? Because I think you're the one who added this story here. I think this is really interesting. Let's uh, see here. So yeah, uh, Windows 11. Uh, they revealed that, and there's a bunch of improvements for gamers especially. So one of them is auto HDR that the Xbox Series S and X have. Um, so that's going to be really cool uh, for specific games that will um, include it. Uh, and um, something else that's <coughs> exciting is that it will have xCloud integration at some point when Windows 11 comes out. Uh, so that means we can play all the mobile mobile kind of like streaming games from the xCloud on the PC, like as uh, Josh said, so if you want to play Banjo and Kazarian Nuts and Bolts, uh, that's a good way for you, but Which, there's also some... if you don't have a nice computer, or a powerful computer, yeah. then you can just play the games that way. You know, and and the, the neat thing yeah. is that, you know, if there's any games on the Xbox Game Pass for PC, um, you know... That that well that, that if there are any games on Xbox Game Pass that aren't included on PC, then you could just play the cloud version, you know, and that's fine mm. to me. I think X Cloud is pretty decent from what I've heard. It's not like PlayStation Now, um, so right. I'm looking forward to checking that out on PC because I've actually tried to do that this week actually with uh, a program called BlueStacks, um, but it doesn't particularly work because I, I, there was some <laughs> issues. <laughs> I haven't been able um, to use it. It wasn't recognizing yet. my controller. Yeah. Um, and then um, we'll uh, be getting some Android games through the Amazon App Store um, on PC. So there's oh. some cool stuff happening there, too. Chris, speaking of cool stuff, mm -hmm. uh, Tekken Cross Street Fighter is yeah. maybe going to happen at some point. It's not canceled, uh, it's apparently just on pause. Mm. Chris. Chris, do you wanna do you wanna take the reins on this one as well, just because this is a fighting game and I am yeah. not qualified to okay. talk about? <laughs> uh, so, Tekken Cross Street Fighter was announced alongside Street Fighter Cross Tekken. So it was like this elaborate crossover that has Street Fighter characters playing as Tekken characters, right? Um, but like this is since the PS3 era, it's been in the right. works for such a long time. Um, apparently it's like 25% done or something oh, like wow. that. Uh, so I think it's been less of a priority for them, especially yeah. as Street Fighter Cross Tekken kind of failed. But now that that stench has kind of gone away from that, I think they might go, go back to Tekken Cross Street Fighter soon. Um, uh, Harada, um, the producer, Bando Namkai, um, did I say that right? And Bandai, Bandai, Namco. Bandai Namco. Shit. God. Okay. <laughs> um, trying to be professional, but you know, uh, sometimes. <laughs> eh, a bunch of weird names. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it's 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 kind of a weird situation, right? But he he said that it's still kind of in the works. It's on pause right now, and they've right. probably had to focus on Tekken Tekken Seven, like with its content and stuff like that. So yeah. Now that that stench has gone away. And that and Tekken Seven's pretty much done. I could see this happening again at some point. Um, this gen. Very interesting. Yeah, that. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I I think uh, situations like these are so fascinating. When like a game is announced and then like fifteen years go by and then you just yeah. never it just never comes out. It's such a cool concept. 
it's, it's yeah. a great concept. And I, I hope it happens, um, because, you know, Street Fighter 6 is being heavily rumoured, so that would right. really coincide with Tekken Cross Street Fighter, like, like a cross-promotion cross thing for it. Sure. Um, okay, so that pretty much wraps us up for the quick stuff. Uh, with that being said, are you both ready to dive into some news? Yes. Let's jump into some news. Okay, here we go. Sorry, I was getting my bearings. Uh, first story here. Ghost of Tsushima mini-sequel, Ghost of Ikishima, rumored for PS5. Uh, we've got a story over from Games Radar. This is Austin Wood. I'm not going to read the whole thing here, but um, we'll just we'll, we'll jump into this a little bit here. Um, quote, a new rumor claims that Ghost of Tsushima developer Sucker Punch Productions is preparing a small sequel titled Ghost of Ikishima. This is all coming from Twitter user Xbox Era co-founder Sh- God S H P E S H A L underscore Nick, who has accurately leaked a few projects in the past. Over a series of tweets and replies, Nick claimed that Ghost of Ikijima is quote an ex- uh, an expandalone type game end quote, roughly the size of Spider-Man Miles Mor- Morales, aiming for a 2021 release presumably on PS5 and likely also uh, PS4, uh, given Sony's redoubled plans for cross-gen releases. Um, interesting, yeah. I Honestly, like, I really like the smaller, like, 10-hour games. Like, like I, I never finished Ghost of Tsushima because I thought it was too long. And, and I know it's very good and blah, 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 but give me, like, a 10-hour version of that, I am totally sold. Josh, what do you think? Um, I, I like, yeah, I like games that occupy that space too. Like, I know that a lot of people usually end up criticizing stuff like, you know, Halo 3 ODST and, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy and Miles Morales because it's, you know, it's quote unquote not a full game, but like 10 hours, 12 hours, 14 hours, that's, that's a lot of game, you know, like I'm, I'm good with that. And for every 12 hour game, there is a 100 hour game. So I'm always happy to see more of those. And again, like you said, there's there's probably some really good stuff in the last part of Ghost of Tsushima and all these all these other big games, but you only have so much time. And uh, my biggest problem that I have with uh, or my the my, my biggest um, hurdle on that space are Ubisoft games. I want to play all of Ubisoft's games because they're usually right. fun, but they're all so long. And I just oh, it's yeah. like, do I play three Ubisoft games or do I play thirty other games? You know, it's, so yeah, no, this is good news. Um, I didn't get a chance to check out Tsushima because I was just going to play it in PS5 because um, my yeah, PS4 broke. It's good. But I, if, I, I might just play this one first if it's shorter. It might be, you know, it might be a, a good entry point. I wouldn't recommend it because it's very I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if this is, yeah. Who, I mean, who knows if this is even real, yeah. but assuming it is. I don't know, like, if it's a total standalone thing, or yeah. if you have to have played the first one. I don't know. Um, I I think it's very I think it's very possible from Sucker yeah. Punch's uh, history. Sure. So, like, uh, infamous. Yeah, they do it that. Had at... Festival of Blood. It had. Yeah. First Light. Uh, first Light. And then yeah. the other studios also made their own stuff. You know. I'll still um, play yeah. Tsushima, just like Joseph said. I I don't know if I'm able to finish it though. If it's if it's one of those big long yeah. games, oh. you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. What do you make of this 2021 release window? I, I mean, I think we're it's possible. In, they must have been working on it before, you know, like while they're making the other game, maybe. 
I don't know. Maybe, the, the but God, is... we're we're in July, almost July here, and I, I feel like we're kind of running out of time for 2021 announcements at this point. I, I think it's uh, I think it can be done. I think Mars Morales was was announced like very shortly before the PS5. Yeah, or like but before its yeah, release it's date. So yeah, I, I think like th- there's a possibility there, and also it's a shorter project, right? So, um, right. and we haven't seen Sony's summer showcase. So, oh, I was just saying after seeing Starfield coming out this this next year. Oh, like like I'm just I'm prepared for release dates to be a lot shorter now because I thought Starfield was gonna be like years away, and then they were like, oh, just kidding, right. next year. And so now it's just I don't like, think, you know, it just feels more possible. I don't think that game's coming out. I don't think that game's coming out next year, but whatever. That's what they say, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't believe Bethesda, but I believe Xbox. You know, now that they're under another yeah. company, I could see it happening. But yeah, Bethesda's just yeah. saying that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, I uh, hope this is real. I liked Ghost of Tsushima a lot. Uh, just never finished it because I thought it was too long, or at least... Maybe not that it was too long, but it was too long for me at the time. Well, and you, you, there's, uh, and, there's nothing wrong with going. I got what I wanted out of this game. I'm gonna play something else. Right. You know, you still liked it. Just you're done. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the third act is the best part of that game. Personally. Oh bummer. They uh, should pop God, that into the middle. Story wise, yeah. Maybe chop out some side quests so it's not as long. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's jump into this next story here. Uh, Pax West is happening. Uh, well, evidently, in, it's happen- It's happening in person. Um, so we've got a story from Polygon. I'm not going to read through this here. You guys can take a look at it. But um, it's going to apparently uh, take place in person in Seattle, uh, September 3rd through the 6th at the Washington State Convention Center. Um, and the big story with this is that uh, Read Pop is not requiring proof of vaccination to get in, and so, bef- so before that was announced, like when it was just oh, Pax is happening in person, and everybody was uh, on board with that. Uh, after they they said, oh yeah, we're not gonna require uh, vac- you know, proof of vaccination. Uh, we're still gonna have quote detailed health and safety guidelines. Uh, that will be announced. And this is coming the, from the Pax Pox company or convention. Remember right. there, before yeah. the pandemic, there was illnesses that spread at Pax. Like I'm good. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So anyhow, but after that was announced that they weren't going to be requiring vaccinations, I, man, like Twitter, pretty much everybody on Twitter I saw were like, Nope, <laughs> I am not on board for that. So I, yeah, it's kind of complicated because it's, it's one of those things where like, you know, we haven't had a, an in-person convention since PAX East 2020. So this will have been, God, almost like 18 months afterwards. And so people are really eager to get out there and, 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 you know, see, see all their friends and and all that stuff and, and do the in-person stuff. I just don't know that, you know, I don't know that it's right with the, with the safety guidelines, but we actually did have a question here and I'll get both of your takes as well. Um, I'll just integrate this question here just because it makes sense. Um, we have a question from Bridget. Do you think PAX will reverse its stance on not requiring proof of vaccination for the event, considering the backlash? Um, I wouldn't count on it, but this is kind of an unusual situation. And so we don't really have like history to compare it to, or at least not to my knowledge. So I guess it's possible, but I personally wouldn't expect them to do that because they want to make money and they want as many people to show up as possible and blah, blah, blah. It's always about money. Um, Chris. 
I see you grimacing. Are you grimacing because it's hot in your room or because of this news of, <laughs> of the Oh, well, there's three parts to it. The, the water I just drank was kind of gross. Oh. Also, <laughs> second, um, I don't know. I just think this is a bad idea. Mm, uh, mm. Personally, I, like, if people don't want to get vaccinated and you want to appeal to those people, then, you know, um, I think your convention would probably be better without them. Um, just yeah, my take. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, like, they really should just check to see if they're vaccinated, just because, just to be safe. You know, you don't want this to be a PR nightmare on your yeah. hands. You know, like that's that's gonna be a scar on packs forever. You know, if they if they right. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can can you imagine point. like the mainstream kind of news saying, "Oh, this geek event had like five hundred people going to the hospital, or whatever." You know? Right. Um, the other thing that's a that's kind of a and this is kind of a different topic, uh, ki- kind of uh, is that I mean you can still get COVID even if you're vaccinated, right? So it's just like it, it's 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 a very complicated situation. But I most certainly think that they need to require. I mean, for this many people with this, I mean, yeah. With, with this being the first one back, you need to be as safe as possible. And that does not I, sound very safe. I think yeah. the city of Seattle will get involved with that. I don't think they'll let, let that happen. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It Josh, depends what do on you the think? situation at that point, though, during the year. Like, it might be more settled by then. But, uh. Maybe. Josh? Uh, I agree with you in terms of what you were saying about Bridget's question. I I think that if tickets don't really sell because everyone's like, fuck this, then I think they might reverse it. But as long as the tickets sell, I don't think they're going to care, you know, which is sad because they've got employees working and then they're more, you know, more endangered. Um, And then, yeah, like you said, I mean, I've gotten both my shots, you know, but I still wear a mask at Walmart. There's like a 90%. What is it? Like, I forgot. It's like 80 or 90% chance that you're not going to get it. But like, you could still get it, and I'm not going to risk my de- my life or someone else's right. life over video game yeah. news. I also think that Xbox and and uh, Nintendo and, and Devolver Digital and a lot of the other big showcases we saw, um, other than Capcom, they showed that we don't need to have um, a physical event. Um, you, they, they could do a digital thing. You know, They could just sell digital tickets <clears throat> for less money. I know that's less money, but like I'm just saying... It, it can be done, and I think there's a time to do an in-person event uh, without proof of vaccination, but definitely not now. You know, not not this oh, year. Oh, for sure. Like, if this I is 2023, soon, yeah. 2022, maybe, but no, not not right now. Right. If, if um, they're fully vaccinated with masks, I think that's okay. Maybe yeah. restrict the amount of people, like 10,000. Oh. Or even if they yeah, say you don't sure. have to wear a mask, but you have to have both your shots, and we have to right. have proof. And then, you know what? That'd make it more fun. I would feel more comfortable, and I was planning on trying to go to this originally. I would be excited to be in a giant room with cool people where I know everyone's had both their shots, you know? Then right. I would feel more yeah, like, exactly. it would feel more normal and like fun, but no, otherwise it's just a Walmart situation and it's scary and it's not <laughs> It's so. pay- Yeah, you're just going to Walmart, you're paying to go to Walmart or yeah, whatever. Like I don't good. know if we, we, I don't know if we'd have to pay. We'd probably, we could probably get in as media, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it, yeah. I I just think that's it's kind of irresponsible. And and yeah, I, I like I probably won't go. You know, if they don't change uh if they don't change the that policy. So anyway, yeah, it's kind of a bummer because we were so excited about this, and then this news came out, and then now it's just like ugh, just like leaves a bad taste in your mouth. So, um, speaking of bad tastes in our mouths, 
how about this Nintendo stuff? Uh, this isn't news, really, but <laughs> how they don't, they won't, they won't sell us their old games. I feel like I've talked, I talk about this every week. Um, huh. Okay, so this is, the, this is the most recent, uh, portion of the story here in this saga. Um, okay, so Metroid Dread got announced at E3, and the, I think the excitement for that is way more than Nintendo maybe had it imagined like the excitement was really really high and so because of that people have been trying to play the earlier entries because this is technically metroid 5 and it's yeah. 2d you know um which by the way this game has a very fascinating history like it was announced in 2004 or something but it never actually it, i don't think it was it. announced oh it yeah it was it, rumored it, it was... in a game informer magazine or something like that yeah right and yeah then it was in development it was never shown but we mm. knew it existed as a DS game, as right. a 2D Metroid, and it was in it was codenamed Metroid Dread. So they've right. always had this idea in their minds. They just never did it till now. Exactly. Um, but anyhow, so uh, let me let's break this down here because there's a couple different um, facets to this story. So the first thing is that yeah, p- people have been wanting to play these older Metroid games to sort of catch up or refresh your memory or whatever. Well. There isn't a great way to do that. Like, obviously, they're not available on Switch. They're, of course, not available on PC legally. <laughs> um, they're not even, like, available on 3DS, really, uh, unless you had the Ambassador thing, which obviously nobody And even then, it's just Fusion. Or... Like, I, I played a lot of Fusion because of that, but I right. prefer Zero Mission, and I never got to play Zero Mission on my 3DS, and that was a, that was a bummer. Right. So, okay, so that's out. Well, what about the physical copies? Well, go jump on eBay right now, and it's only getting worse. <laughs> go jump on eBay and try to pick up a copy of Fusion or Zero Mission on the GBA. You're going to be paying well over $100 uh, for, 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 for the cart alone. If you want, like, a complete sort of thing, uh, way more, I mean, $150, $200. Uh, so that's out, really. I mean, unless you have that kind of money sitting around. Um, so really, the only other option is the Wii U. Which is, I think, very fascinating. And so because of that, fans have been purchasing this on the Wii U. And Fusion and Zero Mission are the are at the top of the sales charts on the Wii U. Or they were last week. Um, which is just... And I think they're like 8 bucks a piece, by the way. Um, but I just think it's absolutely fascinating that, you know, this system that like, you know, what, like 14 million people bought. Hardly anybody bought this thing. And yet, it like, <laughs> these two games skyrocketed to the top of the charts um so yeah i mean it's the same conversation we've had a million times but i i I did want to bring it up just that it is it is absurd and like i it's i can't even like bring it i can't form words like they're one of the few companies that just won't sell you their stuff you know like most companies when people want this then they can buy it you know right they they, they sell it yeah like i shouldn't have to whip out a wii u to, to play these games like i, I look at it like easiest way imagine if microsoft wouldn't let you play halo combat evolved or like uh playstation doesn't let you play uncharted one like what you know yeah. like they, they they make it available because they know people want it um mm-hmm. i was surprised that they didn't at least make fusion available because it does take place before dread you know like right so i mean I, I would expect Nintendo to fuck up and not have them both available on Switch, but I'm surprised they didn't at least have Fusion <laughs> available 
that would have been a really good Switch Online uh, edition. Um, right. Or they could have just sold it for the same price it is on the Wii U, and people would have bought it in Switch instead. I like literally. How hard could that be? I mean, evidently it's hard, but how hard would it be to just take the Wii U, whatever's going on in the Wii U, and just copy and pay? I know that sounds really stupid to say it like that, but just give. Well, us yeah, the, it would move it over. It would cost money and it would take time, but like it would be, it would be better because you, me, and Chris, we would have already bought these games on Switch. Because why not? We oh, like for these sure. games. And um, I, yeah, yeah. It's just it's, just have a separate yeah. section on the eShop saying Virtual Console, and then just let us down, download these games. Yeah, rather than I, suing ROM sites. Exactly. Know? Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, and so like we've talked about the emulation before. We don't need to go into that again. But if we we I feel like we mentioned this like you know sell us your old games Nintendo very often. But I think this is like scientific data. Yeah. This is proof. This is th- that that people will buy people will buy the they're willing to either buy or dust off probably i don't know how many people actually bought a wii u for this probably not many but people are willing to to buy these games and they're willing to play an old console that they presumably probably didn't like or at least you know that wasn't popular so i don't know this just boggles my mind cannot understand this um it's also weird too because like the old zeldas the old marios not 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 the game boy advance ones of course but you know there there are older mario and zelda games on the on the eShop, and they've got metroid and they've got super metroid why not just throw the rest of them on there it's also bizarre that uh the the prime games haven't appeared on the switch yet like Uh, with prime 4 happening yeah yeah maybe i i still think that's probably gonna happen like before hope comes out but who knows? I mean, that game is still probably several years I, away. So anyway. I just find it ridiculous to wait for old games. Right. You know? Like, I'm waiting for Twilight Princess and Wind Waker to come to Switch so I can finally play the, finally play Wind Waker and experience. Uh, I don't know if you guys are going to like it time. when Wind Waker comes yeah. to Switch, because I'll never shut the fuck up. That's all I'll talk about is Wind Waker. Yeah. So, <laughs> might not be worth uh, it. <laughs> God. All right, let's get into this last story here, and then we'll take a little break. Um, so, uh, Dead Space is apparently happening, or some some sort of either you know reboot or so- something like that. Um, so, a couple. L- let's set this up here because there's a couple things going on. Um, we've got a story from VGC, Andy Robinson. I will say, friend of the show, Andy Robinson. I will oh. say, <laughs> yeah, you have to get him on then. I would love to have Andy on the show. That'd be awesome. I think Andy would probably do it. The only problem is uh, they're over in the UK over there, and so yeah. that might be hard to re- to arrange. But uh, and fellow Warzone lover Andy Robinson. Um, okay, so uh, I think a couple weeks ago, Jeff Grubb, Jeff Grubb, uh, Jeff Grubb, yeah, uh, basically hinted at you know that. This EA studio, EA Motive, is reviving a beloved EA franchise, and it's going to be shown off at EA Play, which is in July. And but 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 Jeff Grubbs said very definitively that he is not going to confirm what it is because I think you know he's probably under NDA or or something on that, which is fine. That's fair. <laughs> um, but but anyway, VGC cor- uh, corroborated. Uh, this as well as Gamatsu that it is that the that the uh, established IP is Dead Space, and and I think that's that's really compa- compelling. Um, but after that, a couple days later, VGC put out another post here, 
and this is that EA's IP revival is reportedly a Dead Space reimagining. And so we got a, we got a question here, and I'll throw this question in right now just because I think it makes sense to do that. Uh, from uh, Connor Ewing, fellow Between the Buried and Me fan, Connor Ewing, <laughs> um, uh, says, uh, if a new Dead Space did happen, would you prefer it to be a sequel, either direct or in the same universe as 1 through 3, or a complete reboot? Well, I was kind of thinking, and, and, and I'll get your takes here as well, I was kind of thinking something along the lines of God of War, where it's like, it's kind of weird. It's like, mechanically and like, thematically and all this stuff, it's a reboot, but it's still like, references you know the 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 older games or whatever so so somewhere in there i think would be really cool and based on this you know reimagining sort of situation i think it might still be able to fall into that category so um josh i know you're a very big dead space fan i am too we we always gush about how much we love the that first game and the, the other games are good too um what do you make of this and and do you think this is real what would you like to see uh, either a reimagining or a sequel just, yeah, what are your thoughts? I think it definitely makes sense. It's real, even outside the, you know, the corroboration, but like, just, it just, it just makes sense because I think Capcom has shown that survival horror can still sell well with, uh, yeah. you know, RE2 remake and whatnot. I know that there's like a little bit of discussion on like, you know, the horror and the action in those games, but like, either way, Capcom has shown that people will pay money to play scary games in 2020 yeah. and all that. So I think that that's probably what happened. I think that Resident Evil 7 and I think that Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remake, and I think Resident Evil Village, probably the earlier game, since this is probably already in development, the Dead Space thing. But still, I think Capcom yeah. showed EA, hey, people still like these games. People will pay for remakes, reboots, whatever. And so I think that's probably what, what, what pushed it. Um, and I think I'm imagining it kind of as an RE2-style remake of the first game. And I would like that because, A, uh, the first three games, or the Dead Space games, are available in uh, EA Play and... They're backward compatible in Xbox, and, like, you can still play those. Those are still around. And also, mm-hmm. uh, so they wouldn't be replacing, you know, the, the original game. And then also, like, I don't know, just, like, I'm imagining the everything that worked from Dead Space 1 and, you know, maybe eventually 2 and stuff, um, and then doubling down on that and then kind of, you know, highlighting what people liked the most and then maybe adding some more, you know, some more stuff that people, you know, people like. Like, I'm just imagining dead space but better and dead space is already a great game but like they could refine it in a remake and make it even you know even cooler maybe maybe the save system's a little more laxed up as an option for people that were nervous to get into it but that experience that we liked would be there and maybe be improved and that's what i would like because i i love two and i like what i played of three but i think the first dead space game is just really good and with yeah, a couple of minor tweaks it's... it could be perfect it's remarkable how well that game holds up. Like, I actually was playing, I played the original Dead Space, like, recently, like, within the past year or so, and other than, like, visually, I, I, I mean, mechanic, even, like, you know, on PlayStation 3, you shoot with R1, which is weird, oh, instead yeah. of R2, I don't know, it's this weird thing, I don't know, but even, like, like, little things like that, I was just like, th- this is, like, for the most part, like, still really good. I think just visually, it could, it could use a, a, a big boost. Um, yeah, uh, Chris, uh, I don't, uh, Chris, I don't know, are you a Dead Space fan? I don't know if you've ever I, I played, dabbled in it. it, I tried oh, the first you, one, dabbled. but I just couldn't get into it, personally. Okay. Maybe it's because of the graphics, it was just Maybe. too old for me to get scared by the game, perhaps. 
Um, but I really like the vibe of it. I love the idea of it. I love mm. that the health bar is in the in his backpack. That's fucking. Oh sick. man, yeah, um, it, that's and I like that's a cool the, thing. I like the different weapons as well. How you can slice up the the aliens. Um, right. So yeah, there's a lot going for it, and uh, I I want to ask a question for, for you. Like, do you because of um their recent like, you know, if this is real, do you think that EA is going to a new kind of direction of actually listening to its fans and you know bringing like up it. like skate and um, yeah. you know going um, non microtransactional kind of like route right like do you think they're really trying to fix their image in a way to, with these yeah. games? Yeah, I think that's a good question. Um, I, ultimately, like money is like the most important thing, and so I I think they're still going to experiment with little things like that, but. I mean, just look at, like, what EA has done recently, uh, whether it's, like, games that they've published or... Even Knockout City is pretty big, because they wouldn't have published right. a smaller indie game yeah. that wasn't, like, I don't know. Like, that game just feels like it wouldn't have happened from EA five or ten years ago, you know? Right. But they, yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. even get money from that, from yeah, EA exactly. Originals. And they and published uh, It Takes Two as it well. It Takes Two. Yeah, It Takes Two. And then the one before that... uh I forget a Rocket, way out. Yeah. yeah. No, no, Rocket, no. A Rocket way Arena. Out. Yeah. A way out as well. Yeah. 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 Way out. Um. Anyway. Yeah. And then obviously the 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 skate thing. Um. Uh. Mass Effect. Uh. Dragon Age. All these games. Like. Yeah. I. That that like fans like have been begging for you know and I yeah so I think there's there is that and I think there still might be you know like the uh, anti consumer friendly yeah, things FIFA that, that, and all that, that is gonna help yeah yeah exactly yeah so i don't know i, I i'm not it seems like they're trying to find a way totally... to to make their money but also improve their image though and that's that's cool yeah yeah exactly um so i yeah i'm totally on board for this the other thing i keep thinking about as well is this striking distance game um the callisto protocol which mm -hmm. is uh it, it's sort of like the spiritual successor to, to dead space right and so like I wonder how that's gonna do. That's a that's apparently coming out next year, um, made by you know uh, Glenn Schofield and and a bunch of other people who used to work on Dead Space and stuff. So that I, I think we're gonna be really in a in a great spot here when when it comes to horror games. The more the merrier. Yeah. Uh, exactly. that also would would um, would be, make a reboot really viable too because they could kind of add stuff uh -huh. that makes it connect more to Callisto. You know. That would be that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, the other thing, you mentioned that uh, Dead Space is playable on Xbox, and it is. It's playable via EA Play through a Game Pass, uh, and that's great. But I would still like to see that original trilogy appear on PlayStation or Switch or whatever, um, yeah. because you can't you can't play those games on a PS Five right now. Yeah. You can you can you can do Dead Space Three via PS Now, but like that's like Ugh. everybody's. I still think like PlayStation and Nintendo should get their shit together as as far as compatibility goes. But yeah, I do think that companies like EA should fill in the blank until that does happen. Yeah, and ju and just like port the games and kind of make them look prettier or whatever. I don't know. I maybe that doesn't make sense given given what this game could be. Maybe maybe. I don't know. Maybe I this is their answer to is. that. Maybe they're just maybe, like, yeah, maybe, whatever. Yeah, exactly. We're just doing that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so who knows? Um, okay, let's take a little break. Uh, and then when we come back, we'll do some listener questions, and then we'll finish up with what we've been playing. So we'll be right back. 
All right, everybody, we are back. This is the part of the show where we answer your listener questions. Now, we did already get through a couple of these, um, but we still have a, a couple more. Uh, remember, uh, you can always reach us uh, on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Or every Wednesday, we post our Twitter thread asking for questions and comments from our audience. So um, we've got one here. This is um, from Andrew McMahon, friend of the show, features editor over at Twinfinite. Uh, Andrew asks, are you guys picking up Mario Golf? I was going to until I heard it only had six courses and was stripped uh, of a lot of features from the previous games. Why do you think Nintendo is regressing so many of their games? Um, yeah, so this is kind of a problem, uh, and I'll I'll get into this when I talk about uh, Mario Golf, but yeah, it is, like, pretty bare bones. Um, the, 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 the gameplay and stuff that's there and, like, you know, the moment-to-moment stuff is great. It's just, like, uh, in terms of, like, you know, different modes and stuff like that to keep you around it is like pretty lacking um so yeah uh, i did pick it up but that i you know that was for work i probably would have picked it up anyway josh i don't think you you grabbed a copy yet no I'm, I'm gonna eventually just yeah it doesn't it doesn't look like a drop everything i'm doing and play right now game no so and 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 it it isn't i'm a diehard like as you all know i'm a diehard mario golf fan and uh i, I like unless you're a diehard mario golf fan i would say probably wait Chris, you didn't get a copy either, right? No. no. Okay. That's no, I was going to yeah. write for guides, but um, they're broke. Yeah. I um, almost wonder if how yeah. much COVID is to blame. I almost wonder if, like, they were going to do more, but then COVID, you know, that whole year of work was interrupted, and they were, like, probably trying to get as much done as possible, and then, like, hey, let's just release it. Maybe we yeah. can update it later. Maybe not. Whatever. I don't the know. Cynic it, I mean... me thinks, like, oh, we'll just have a Mario Golf game. Just to cover our bases, it's it's gonna have a few features here and there, but we can get away with it because it's Mario Golf and people buy it. Um, yeah. So that and also like, uh, a, a, a sort of in combination with you know, let's just like update it and like you know put out free updates over the course of a year or something. Like like Super that... Mario Party, you know, like oh we'll add online yeah. later. <laughs> that way, it, yeah, exactly. That way, it's like it's like this ongoing thing. And they can basically get away with, at the end of the whole thing, developing what would have been a full uh, list of, of, you know, modes and stuff and and, and content. But really, like, it's kind of what we've seen recently where a portion of the game is released and then it just gets updated. So that's the thing. The other thing is that it doesn't matter. Like, whatever they make, people are going to buy because it's on Switch and everything sells well on the Switch. That's kind of what Chris said. Um, So, yeah. I think that's it's kind of a complicated combination of a lot of those things, um, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a good point, Andrew, and I I don't disagree with you at all. Uh, it, I wish this game had more to do for sure. Um, um, isn't there a story mode like multiple modes available in it though? Like, isn't there quite a lot to do? No, there, I, well, there is a story mode, yeah, but it's pretty short. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, and like there are different modes but it's just like i don't know i kind of wish there were like like little mini games or like you know little Uh things here and there like i don't know like challenges uh a whole bunch a whole bunch of i mean they could they could have done a lot a lot more with it um and that's just me spitballing off the top of my head yeah there yeah there is a there is like an adventure mode and you play as your me in it and it's it's fine it's just really easy and it's i don't know it just doesn't it just doesn't seem like a 
like it's all there. Like there's something missing. Kind they of. used to go all I, out. I would say this games, as well. Like, like back in the GameCube era. But maybe wait until a sale. I know Nintendo, you know, infamously doesn't do sales, but typically on their like double A titles, you know, that aren't like a full on Mario or a Zelda, they typically right. do have them on sale like a year after or maybe six months. Yeah. So once all that content is finally out, you know, and it's free, maybe you know, yeah, that's then a good point. Pick it up then. Uh, I've never been someone that I've never played a lot of the sports games, just kind of here and there from Nintendo. But it feels like uh, the GameCube and like Wii era, they kind of put a lot more, you know, uh, effort. It felt like, and you know, like 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 the Mario Tennis and stuff. Like those were like way bigger. They used to be like a bigger deal. Not the Wii U one. Yeah, not the Wii yeah. U one. Yeah. But like the, yeah, the, the GameCube that. days, GameCube. like the sports games were like big. Like they sold right. well. They had a shitload of features, and everybody loved them and played them, and it. Now it kind of feels like Nintendo's like, yeah, we should probably make a Mario Golf game, right? Yeah, eh, yeah. And the golf courses aren't very Mario either. They look like a from a Tiger Woods game or something almost. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about it a little bit uh, later on when when we talk about what we've been playing. But yeah, I do have a, right. uh, several critiques for sure. Um, final question: uh, Zach Laroque Walker asks, "What are your top three picks from the Wii U Virtual Console?" I, th- I this is the easiest question for me to answer. Um, the top three for me are Minish Cap, sorry, The Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap, Wario Land 4, and Metroid Fusion. That's my top three on the Wii U. Very, very easy. Um, didn't even have to really think about that one. Uh, Josh, what do you got on this? Do you have anything? Yeah, I got Earthbound, I got yeah, Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars, which are both not a playable on Switch at all. Um... And then also uh, Metroid Zero Mission. Yeah, that's a great list. Yeah, god damn it. Why is Earth... Okay, I'm going to get mad. And they put them just... on the SNES Classic, too. So it's not like they right. forgot about them or something. Like, they're, they're there if you go buy their little yeah. plastic box and play it there. But... You, can't mm-hmm. find, you can't find one, though. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing. I also find hilarious that uh, a smaller company like NIS America can bring out, like, their Trails of series. Like with fan translations, oh and, yeah, yeah. That that was a news story this week, and then Nintendo can't with Mother Three, you know. Yeah, it, it yeah. just makes no sense. And also, me. yeah, there's actually a yeah. uh, there's there's a fan translation out there for Mother Three, so they could do the same yeah. thing that NIS is doing. But, yeah, that's what Chris was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah not. for sure. Um, Chris, I don't know if you owned a Wii U, but do you have no. anything on on I, this? I one? have I have nothing on this. Nothing. Okay, yeah. It's no. it's a it's a weird question if you've never owned a Wii U. But yeah, honestly, like, say what you want about the Wii U. I mean, Josh and I have have talked about how it's a, it's a good I like system. The concept. But, yeah. Um. But anyway, the the virtual console on the Wii U is fantastic. There there are Wii Game games Boy Advance on there. games, DS games, Game Boy, Wii games. Yeah, DS. Yeah. I mean, it's like yes. probably the yeah. yeah DS games. Yes. Like, there's what's the there's a Yoshi game. Yoshi. There's also WarioWare Twisted. Yeah. And like, just never to be seen. Again it was on any smart because they were like, "Oh, this these games use gyro and stuff. Let's put them on the Wii U because we've got it in the gamepad." Like it was brilliant. Yeah, and and the DS games worked well because you had the screen and then the gamepad, so that worked as your two screens. So maybe that's a limitation. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's my answer. Uh, There's no reason Minish Cap up. at least shouldn't be on the Switch though. Like Minish Caps, like I. I'm a Metroid fan. I love Metroid, but I'm saying like I know Metroid's not like as big as Mario and Zelda, but like why in the fuck right. is Minish Cap not on the Switch? Minish Cap is one of the best Zelda games. It's really good. 
It's good, yeah. And it's a Capcom game. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. I, I, I always find that so strange. Um, okay. Thank you, everybody, for your questions there. We appreciate that. Let's jump into what we've been playing. Um, I'm just going to wrap up my thoughts on Mario Golf because I kind of already, like, uh, dove into a lot of that uh, for the previous segment here. But, yeah, Mario Golf, um, it's great. I, I, I love playing with uh, the motion controls, which I don't know if you guys saw my video I posted on Twitter of me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's it's really hard because it's hard to gauge like like how much force you're supposed to put behind it and like what what this force equals and all that anyway um but it's really satisfying when you get that right um yeah so a couple criticisms though yeah there are only six stages which is kind of a bummer and as chris pointed out yeah like they don't really feel very mario-y like there are like you know your little i forget what they're called but the the circle spiky guys that all stack up yeah. on top of each other. I don't know what you call the like. They're like yellow. Change, huh? I don't know. Oh no, I don't know what yellow. Yeah, no, I don't know. They're like spiky and they stack up on top of each other. I don't know. Oh um, yeah, the little spiky turtle guys. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. They don't really feel very Mario. So that's kind of annoying. But really, like my biggest complaint is just that they're there's something missing like it, it i don't know it's so it's so weird like you've got your standard golf mode that's cool but like i don't know i the 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 sort of um like loop or like motivation to keep playing is weird in a in hot shots golf or everybody's golf as it's called now um uh, one of the 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 most prominent hooks in that game is that you play to unlock more characters so like uh, yeah. you, you first start out with the hand, like maybe two or three or four characters or something, and kind of like Smash, you like go, like you uh, fight against that golfer, and then if you beat them, you unlock them. I mean, I Pink think that's a club. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So, so if Six you race, it, 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 if <laughs> if you beat them, yeah, it, you unlock them, and and then and that's like sort of a, a huge uh, motivator to keep playing. So that's not here. Um, there is the adventure mode, but it's very short and it's very like tutorial heavy. So like, it's super easy. I don't think I've failed once, like any any aspect of it. So it just feels like very um, like incomplete. I don't know. Yeah. I I've played online with people and that's fun when it works. It's kind of laggy uh, oh, at boy. times. Really? Or like you're like it kicks you out. Says I... like connection lost or whatever. Do you need, like, like, does it matter if it lags with a Mario Golf game? Um, well, yeah, it does, because they're, if you're just do, I see what you're saying, because it's, like, turn-based and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, so, like, if you're just playing the regular mode, I guess not. I still don't want my game to lag, but, I, yeah, yeah. Your, your, your point is valid. But the, but the new main mode that they're, like, really, um, uh, like, sort of advertising is the uh, speed golf and basically how it works is you uh you hit the the ball and then it it goes and it lands and then you have to actually run to get to it mm -hmm. and there are these little pickups you can get that'll like give you a boost and then you can like uh like upgrade your your, your character's uh speed and stuff and so like yeah in that case i definitely don't want my game to lag because you 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 might have to like dodge around another character or whatever to get to your ball oh, to get boy. to the next yeah. Yeah, yeah so so that so that's that's a big problem and then there's like the battle mode which is or whatever it's called and it's sort of a version of that but it's even more hectic so like there are different modes and there and there's stuff to do it's just 
that loop of like, oh, I want to jump back in and like, and like play more, like unlock a thing. I don't know. It it, it seems like it's, it's lacking there, but when you're actually playing it. Yeah. What, what do you think everybody's golf does better than this? Because I heard a lot of people say everybody's golf is better. Yeah, there's just way more to do. Like there right. are way more, way more courses, uh, way more things to unlock. Cosmetics. Uh, e- yeah, cosmetics. Yeah, like there are. Uh, there's, there's like a fishing mini game. You can drive the golf cart around and like go to the different holes and stuff. Um, tons of different characters. Tons of different like, um, like play styles kind of like you know different characters mm-hmm. have different stats and stuff and in this like there is that but it's very like bare bones and basic i don't know i it is disappointing i'm i'm super glad to have mario golf on switch because it's it's one of those games where i can just pick up and play a few rounds or whatever but in terms of that like loop of like oh i really want to like check back in or i really want to jump in and like do this thing or unlock this new thing it's th- that isn't really here there isn't there it's just okay these are the modes once you've unlocked the six courses, which really like two of them are already unlocked to begin with, so really you're only unlocking four courses. It's just kind of like, okay, I've done everything the game has to offer. Okay, cool. So that that those are my thoughts. Um, I'll have a review out for this game actually uh, over at Inverse that you guys can check out probably sometime this week by the time the episode goes live. Uh, I've also been playing Sea of Thieves, but Josh, I'm gonna actually throw it over to you. To talk Sea of Thieves, I assume you've been playing the uh, A Pirate's Life update? Uh, actually, I haven't played that yet. And the reason being is because when Sea of Thieves first came out, you know, I, I jumped in because it was in Game Pass. You know, why not try it? And I uh, was like, wow, this is really cool. This is pretty. This seems cool. I, I like this. But I just felt lost and didn't know what I was doing. So, like, yeah. I basically just played music while my ship sank um, and drank too much <laughs> and threw up. And, like... You know, I, I mean, I, I tried to go treasure hunting and stuff, but, like, I didn't understand how the game worked. So I didn't know how to play correctly, quote-unquote. Obviously, right. there's something to be said about how cool it is to just fuck around and be a pirate, but, like, I didn't understand how to um, engage with the structure and the, the missions and the, the, the quests and, and that and that side of it. Like, like the, the games as a service kind of part. I didn't know how to do that. Like, it just didn't make sense to me at the time. I didn't I couldn't figure it out. Um, but I jumped back in when A Pirate's Life was announced, because I was like, well, I've got to fucking play that. Like, that looks really cool. Um, and then I, you know, I've been hearing over the last, like, year or two, like, you know, all the updates that have been coming, and every time a new update happened, and they added new stuff, I wanted to check it back out, but I just, you know, didn't. But yeah, I finally did. So I'm, um, kind of just playing, like, regular stuff in the game right now, but, like, I I understand it now. I get it now. Like, I, I put in the time to you know, learn, uh, there's a new tutorial they added, like, last year, and, like, it's, it's really good, it's called Maiden Voyage, that wasn't there at launch, so, like, oh, yeah, when, when at launch, you just, like, you spawn in the world after creating your character, and go do pirate stuff, and, like, that's, there's something <laughs> to be said about that freedom, but, like, you know, like, may, maybe it's because I've got, like, anxiety and stuff, and ADHD and stuff, I don't know, but, like, I just couldn't, it was, like, yeah, I wanted, I want to, like, screw around and do, do silly pirate stuff but like what am i supposed to what am i supposed to be doing and i, I couldn't figure that out at the time. yeah but now that i get yeah, I that i'm having fair. a lot of fun with it yeah it's, it's, cool. it's great and especially like all the weird stuff that you don't see right away mm-hmm. like uh i don't want to spoil the pirate's life uh stuff but there's like some weird things that happen you're like whoa that's so cool or like the kraken i'm sure you guys have all seen the kraken stuff yeah um yeah, like, when, when that sort of stuff comes up, it's like, oh, this is really awesome. And especially when you've got, like, a, a crew of, you know, six or seven people or something, and 
you all have to like manage the ship because if you're just doing like the small ship you can just manage that by yourself but there are a couple different ship sizes and when you've got the bigger one you pretty much like can't do it yeah. yourself like like you need a crew and that's that's like really satisfying i think so yeah, yeah. um we should yeah, is great yeah I, th- I think for sure and i think you should check out the this new update because it's really cool and especially if you like pirates of the caribbean yeah um, even if you don't it's still pretty cool uh cool yeah it's hard it's daunting it seems daunting yeah and i'm not very good so i don't know that i would be able to like show you around really i Mm. i i could try i just i'm still i would recommend to everybody like yeah i just made a guide the other day like the other day and like that might might help a little bit but it's just like it's not as comprehensive as like wesley's over at ign well he's if you check ign see a thieves guys if you want to like you know, jump into the game and, like, really learn. Not just you, Chris, but anybody listening. Like, Wesley's guides helped me, like, really figure out, like, okay, here's how this game works. A lot of things I didn't understand before, now I just get. So, like, sailing and, like, stopping and, and knowing where to go and, like, just how to do everything, like, makes more sense to me now. Now I don't feel as overwhelmed. And so yeah. exploration's exciting instead of stressful because now I know what I'm doing. So, yeah, I would, Chris, you or anyone listening, like, go to IGN, Type in Sea of Thieves guides and then just start playing because like those will help you get in your feet and then you'll you'll get your you'll get your sea legs that way. <laughs> nice, uh, cool. What else, Josh? Um, uh, still playing. You know, Fortnite. The new season's really fun. Um, also, uh, uh, Becca, uh, my my wife, she started uh playing with me and that's that's been fun playing together. Um, I was I've been trying to get her into it for a while. She doesn't play a lot of uh like multiplayer games. She mostly plays like more single player stuff which is cool but i've been trying to like you know get her into fortnite i just kept telling her like even if we lose it doesn't matter it's fun you know and uh yeah she finally was like okay i'll, I'll give it another shot and like yeah now now it's at the point where like i'm like oh i haven't done that challenge yet and she's like let me show you and like that's you know that's oh cool. nice yeah <laughs> so it's been a lot of fun and uh shout out to the crossplay because it's really fun like one of us will play on switch on the couch and then the other one's playing on the xbox or something and it's like you know it's just it's switch yeah. plus a console or switch plus pc for fortnite just works so well because it's like yeah you're not in the other room you're not in two different tvs one person's on a tv and one person's on the you know the switch and it just works well works great yeah yeah i do really like this season as well it's uh, alien themed and you can fly you ufos around mm-hmm. which i guess they're not they're not unidentified if you know what they are yeah <laughs> stop calling them ufo anyway that's it's really I, fun abducting people too i like to pick people up when they're driving <laughs> and just throw their fucking car somewhere <laughs> they get really upset i think it's too obstructive to the game personally like the ufos but uh, oh, it'll be gone yeah, a lot of people... yeah but it'll be gone in the blink of an eye like yeah, it's i got not... the season pass so i should be playing more of it but... yeah a lot of people don't like not it because last season yeah yeah um chris talk to us about what you've been playing I've been playing a new indie game called Phantom Abyss. Uh, this is published by Devolver, and I was able to get re- uh, a preview code from them, so thanks for Devolver for that. Um, I cu- I'm covering it for RetroWare, and you can read my preview out for that now uh, over there. Uh, but basically, this is kind of like a blend between Mirror's Edge and Indiana Jones. Whoa! Yeah. Yes. This is the Legends of the and- Hidden Temple game, right? Yeah, yeah, so this okay. is a hidden temple game, pretty much, and you're trying to find relics that are behind, like, all sorts of traps and platforming challenges and stuff. So you use your whip 
um, to propel yourself up to like higher platforms. And you have a slide, you, you're able to sprint, you're able to jump. And uh, I find that in most first-person platforming games, they're usually hard to control or they're just awkward, you know? But for me, I, I don't know what they did, but it's actually really responsive and I was able to know exactly where I was, you know, um, and where to go. So I, I think this game does a very good job of that. Uh, I... Like, there's all sorts of traps available to you at every single kind of level. So, like, um, you have to jump over spikes, you have to duck under, like, rotating blades, that kind of stuff. Man, this and looks it's really very fun. cool. Yeah, and the, the, cool, the cool feature about this is that um, it's randomly generated, it's roguelike, right? And um, you, it will say, like, nine people have died in this dungeon. And then it will show nine, the nine other people that have tried it before you, like in front of you as ghosts, so you can see exactly oh. what they've done, how they died, oh, or nice. whatever. And that's how you find like puzzles, like in hidden areas, or you know, you find out from them how to traverse from place to place, you know. And they're pretty, the treasure is pretty hard to find. And uh, as you progress through the game, you get coins, and then you can use those for upgrades, like a double jump, for example, or oh, um, a health boost, health upgrade. And, and there's like risk-reward kind of thing going on too. So you can either get an upgrade, or you can fully, like, you can bring your health back to full, you know? Oh, and so, uh, a couple couple questions. Um, I, One of the main mechanics I see here, God, this looks so cool, Um, is uh, your... Your whip, you have this whip. Can you whip yes. onto anything? Yes, you can whip onto things above you. So okay. it, it will propel yourself up to the next platform and it's it's very satisfying. Because you can hear like the that crack of the whip like in Indiana Jones as oh, you're yeah. doing it. Oh, it, yeah. it's, it's great. Um, um, yeah. And then uh, the other thing, uh, this isn't actually out yet. This isn't No, like it's an early access game. Early access, yeah. There's three of the five zones um, that have been developed so far. Um, there's going to be more features added to the game later on. I think there's, like, by the time you're listening to this, I think there's still going to be a 10% discount. Um, mm. So you can check that out. Yeah, I think it's like 20 bucks right now. So Cool. Um, I'd recommend it personally. I'm, I think there's a lot of legs behind it like this this is this might be a hit when it comes out yeah um, this devolver yeah. does really well they, they a lot yeah, of their games do. are fantastic yeah yeah mm -hmm. this looks mm -hmm. awesome might yeah, check I'd this recommend. out um uh how about a game you don't recommend chris <laughs> yeah uh so thanks to xbox game pass i'm so glad i didn't pay 50 bucks for this um is uh i played dungeons and dragons dark elite alliance uh this is kind of like an action RPG where you're collecting loot. It's, it's like a game as a service where you're going from mission to mission with a group of people. Everyone has their own kind of skills and abilities available to them. And uh, yeah, there's loot you collect. You can level up your characters with, uh, with their attributes. And the whole idea of the game is solid. You know, it's a good concept. You know, D&D, &D, but in a live service game that actually sounds compelling you know like you can have like these massive trolls being the bosses and such but right the, the issues like like it's just i was talking about an early access game with phantom abyss before but this feels way more like a early access game than that does and this is a full release oh wow 
Yeah. So just like, in, incomplete, like not not enough to do, like that kind of thing. Um, I I I'd say the combat's just not there. It's not. It doesn't feel fluid enough in comparison to its competitors. You know, yeah. you can't cancel out like certain attacks as they as you're doing them. So it's not as reactive as you'd like when you're trying to dodge stuff. Or and then um, the AI is absolute trash. Like the <laughs> enemy AI. Like I'm 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 playing as an archer, right? Which I don't usually do, but I did play as an archer this time. And I was just hitting arrows at these guys on in their on their heads as a headshot, and they didn't react at all. I just kept nice. shooting, and they didn't react. You know, um, so yeah. it's it's a bit of a problem there. And then I don't know. Um, I think the loot, like I, I like the fact that the loot actually changes your appearance. Oh, that's cool. That's your weapons have different. Um, kind of like elements to them. So, for example, I have a frost arrow, which like unleashes like a big kind of like ice explosion on them, right? Uh, but I would say the bosses are kind of broken when you're trying to play by yourself. Because <laughs> I I spent like ten fifteen minutes just on this one boss, and then if I died, I I'm right at the beginning of it again. Oh no! So you like pretty much have to play with other people. Yeah, yeah, and huh. then. There's another issue with this game fundamentally where, you know, it's a co-op game, right? And at specific moments, there are these camps. So you have one or two options. You can either fully heal yourself and gain your potions again or and regain your stamina as well. Or you can risk that and get a, a higher grade of loot, right? So there's that conflict there between party members of, like, uh, if someone like decides to heal themselves rather than upgrade their loot at the end, then someone's going to get mad, you know, and then they'll oh. leave. Oh, so, because well, they're, I, they're, oh, yeah. their gear isn't high enough or whatever. Yeah, the the voting system, there's no voting system whatsoever, so someone could just go there and decide, like, for the whole group, you know? So that's a little bit of a, tr- that's a, little bit of a problem. <laughs> yeah. Especially with huh. a live service game like this where people just want to get the best loot possible, right? Um, I do like... It's a few things I like about this game, honestly. Um, I think the, um, the bosses could be cool if they were reworked a bit more. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's just... The, the polish isn't there. It, it doesn't feel as great to control. Um, and... Yeah, just don't check this out yet. Maybe wait until later. Because I do think there's promise. I think there's a foundation there. But it just needs a lot of work. I saw... And this is from... Oh, oh I'm sorry. I was just going to oh, say, this just... is from Took yeah. two Games. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I, just, I saw Coast someone say year. that everything this game does, Avengers and Outriders does better. And that's probably yeah. not a good thing to be. You don't want to <laughs> be the game where like, oh, it's okay, but Avengers and Outriders are way better. You don't want to... Right. You don't want to no. be that game. <laughs> it's not right, not no, good. No. It's uh, like Especially, you said, Chris. It's too bad because this is a good like uh, pick for this kind of game. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think Xbox um, Game Pass has helped a lot with this one. Yeah, I can't uh, see gamers save money or help the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Chris. A couple more things here, and then we'll we'll wrap up for the day. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Lost World. I played a bit uh, for the first time on PC. Uh, it's kind of 
a weird it's a weird Sonic game, dude. Like it's it was a Wii U exclusive. So oh, it had that's very this few game. people playing it. And yeah. then it's not the terrible one, it's the okay one. And it's it's kinda strange because Sonic's supposed to be the fastest thing alive, right? But like it- the bosses are faster than him. He's awkward to control, like he's too slow. It's just kind of strange to say about Sonic. And then, yeah, just it's just awkward and weird and it just doesn't feel like a proper 3D Sonic game. I God, um, borrowed that from GameStop because it came out when I worked there and I was upset. So. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Like, I like the visuals. They were trying uh, to do, yeah. like, a Mario Galaxy thing, and if it would have done... Yeah. Right. If it would have been right, it would have been really cool. But it was just like, oh, yeah, yeah this game's... Yeah, this is Mario Galaxy. I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at the trailer here, and this looks <laughs> just like Mario Galaxy in terms of the, the, the concept, and it, it looks the like... The worlds, they're, they're, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like that's, what, that's what they were trying to do. Also, mm-hmm. like, the big bad bosses in this game are fucking stupid. Like, I was... They they talk a lot and they're just they're just stupid. <laughs> they're just they're, they're not good bosses. They're just bad. I don't like the design, Sifa. This, this yeah. game was this game reminded me that I am a uh, an optimistic but um, uh, hurting Sonic fan. Yeah, got it. Uh, and then last one is a childhood favorite of mine, uh, Spyro: Year of the Dragon. I Oof, finally played so it good. with the reignited trilogy because I haven't actually got to that point yet. Um, I finally oh, cool. played the first one, so I played uh, Year of the Dragon, and yeah, they got it spot on. The music's amazing. Oh just yeah, the 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 graphics are just as I remember, like the stages, how they're laid out, it's perfect. It's right. I don't know, man. Like I'm gonna miss these kind of remasters from Activision. I don't think we'll ever get them again. But at some point, you know, uh, huh. it's just all, all new games in the Spyro franchise. I think. Like, or new games. Wars, we might just play Warzone it. now. Might just that might just be uh, it. Uh, it might uh, just be game. Uh, yeah, no, no games. Yeah, only game. Warzone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like um, good old fashioned platforming. You know, that's what, you're the that's dragon is really good. It's probably the best yeah. Spyro game. It's just it's just fun. And then there's the uh, the side characters you can play as and those little mini levels. I'm not, that, those are pretty fun sometimes. I'm not too much of a fan of the side characters, but I do. I break like up Bentley. the gameplay. Big yeah. Yeti boy, I liked him, um, and I liked Sergeant Bird, the flying penguin. Sergeant Bird, yeah, yeah, he's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that is very nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and there's cool. someone called uh, Cerny that has like glasses. Um, oh, like nice. The baby dragons. That's awesome. Nice little reference <laughs> to Mark Cerny there. Yeah. Um, cool, Chris. Thank you. Um, so yeah, that wraps us up for what we've been playing, uh, and. That wraps us up for the show. Uh, so we want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for welcoming me back. Thank you, Chris hey. and Josh, for holding down the fort while I was gone. Um, it was a shaky fort. It's a shaky fort. Well, were you, were you a, gone a, for one fortnight? Isn't Fortnite two weeks? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah one, for, one fortnight is two weeks. Yeah, that's you were true. gone for one fortnight. Wow. Mm. That's a lot of fortnight. When we dropped the place. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, Chris, where can people find you when you're not on the show? You can find me on Twitter at PenwellWrites. You can read my stuff on GamePer, GameSkinny. I'm going to have a few reviews up on there. Uh, uh, RetroWare. I think I'm forgetting someone. I'm sorry if I did. 
and hopefully <laughs> uh, fanboy at some point they're they're finally going to look at my Shrek article. So looking forward. Oh to Oh my god! That. Holy yeah. moly! Yeah, and also uh, um, read read a few of my articles as well. I did one on Game Power about how I want to see uh, Disney games like with the same budget as like a Jedi Fallen Order or something like that, or uh, Marvel's Avengers. I just want to mm. see like a real, really good 3D platformer out of one of those franchises from Disney. Um, also, I'll be having a review up on the uh, Rocket Pyro keyboard on GameSkip. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, and then don't you host a little podcast as well? Yes, I aside, do. Aside yeah. from this one. Yeah. I, my <laughs> brain's fried, sorry, Vaughn. Um, you can check out Go Beyond my Eric Damia podcast each and every <laughs> Wednesday. My voice is broken, but our, the podcast isn't. It's a great show. We talk about uh, each and every episode of the show in excruciating detail. Uh, we compare the anime to the manga, and the, it gets it becomes a lot of fun, and we do dive into some manga spoilers as well but we we dictate when we're doing that you know so it's getting very interesting in the world of my hero academia oh i'm still Mm -hmm. making my way through the first season of that yeah um josh where can people find you when you're not on the show teabagging that's what he's (laughs) (laughs) yeah i gotta i gotta gotta steep my tea to get that flavor going oh (laughs) jesus christ uh like bags of like british dirt with like uh like berries in it i don't know anyway uh, you can find me uh, at Twitter at it's Jerk Josh, uh, Retroware, Prima Games, CGM, GamePer. Um, I've got some pretty good stuff I'm working on for Prima right now. I'm, I'm excited to uh, share those soon. And um, you can also find me um, thinking about how weird it is that Small Soldiers started off as a PG-13 movie, and then halfway into making it, they were like, actually, this could sell toys. <laughs> Let's make it a kid's right. movie, but it didn't, <laughs> didn't work. But, but they never went back and deleted no. the PG-13. It's still no. there. It's just like half fucked up and then half appropriate for kids. Yeah. And, and it's very abrupt, too. There's, yeah. it, there isn't really a lot of, like, gradual move. It, yeah. The, yeah, like, very... Barbies, like, electrocuting each other, like, that scene, that, like, that and scared it's like, me as a child. And it's, like, sexual, too. Weird. Yeah. I uh yeah. Somebody I still was horny like that movie. for for dolls when they were making that movie. <laughs> oh god, horny. All right, here we go. All right, everybody, and you can find me on Twitter at Joseph Yaden. You can find my work over at Inverse. I've got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, go check out my Metroid piece I did recently, just begging Nintendo for more for more uh for the ability to purchase their games. Um, uh, I'll have my review of Mario Golf over at Inverse as well. You can check out. Uh, my Fortnite guides over at Digital Trends um, and Warzone over at uh, Games Radar. So we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, appreciate your time, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. <laughs>